You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. I've been recording. Oh, you always record ahead of time. So you've got to set up a blooper show, Kevin, because uh, the listeners, I think they demand it. I mean, some people are saying, hey, when are you guys going to do video? But you know what? I love screwing with their mind and their mental capacity much more than I want them to see our little antics that we do to each other on the show. Because, you know, our show is only good because of the innuendos that we throw back and forth. If you see us in video, the innuendos aren't as effective, let's say. Well, let me counter that with, speak for yourself, I have a big antic, you might have a little one. I can't say for sure one way or the other. And second of all, an innuendo is another name for an Italian suppository. I'll just get that out of the way right at the beginning of the show. And there we go on Geeky Show over episode 132. Our listeners and Mark learned something. Hey, Kevin, you know what? I almost met the god of geek. I almost met the was yesterday in Sydney. Can you believe it? I was breathing the same air, basking in the same sunlight as the was. The wonderful was. I un- honestly, I couldn't believe it. I, I got home last night because I went out to, to Manly. You might be able to see my my rosy looking uh, cheeks where I got burnt and so forth. <laughs> so anyway, I went went out to Manly Beach, checking out all the the gorgeous women on the beach, and 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 went and, and met up with uh, my uncle and aunt, and and uh, just had a wonderful day, wonderful family day out, and just couldn't ask for a better day. It was a, a wonderful day all around. And uh, anyway, so we we went and caught a couple of trains, caught the ferry across from from Sydney Harbour to Manly. And those who follow me on on Twitter would have seen some of the uh, uh, photos that I posted of the Sydney Harbour and and so forth. Anyway, I wasn't checking Twitter all day, but I follow Woz's official account. Now, Woz doesn't talk back and forth on Twitter. He just posts where he's at and what restaurant he's eating at. And so he was having lunch at the, the same time as I was in Manly, in the suburb of Manly, where the beach is. And I, com- I, I got home last night, and I'm reading the tweets and, and noticed that he was there. And I'm like, what? That, that was like 200 metres down the road. I was in another restaurant eating, you know, on the same block. And, and it's like, oh, if I had known that, I would have said, we're going to that restaurant right now. And uh, what, what, uh. what's funny, too, is that at about the same time we were going back on the ferry to, to get back across to the other side of Sydney, Woz was going on the ferry as well. And it, it came through on his, on his Twitter account, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're kidding, man. And, and I could have walked past him, and I, I, I didn't notice. I didn't even think. And, my God, I... I, I, I'm so excited, Kevin, but I'm so disappointed. I, I had a tear in my eye last night to think that I, I missed meeting one of my all-time idols and heroes uh, in, in, the, uh. in the tech and, and geek world. And uh, so close, yet so far away. Oh, that's a shame. But that that is a shame. I, that would have been so cool for you to meet him and get a picture of you oh, and him together. W- wouldn't it? I mean, that, that would have just... That 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 would have sealed my my geek cred forever. Geek Nirvana. Ah, it would have been absolutely perfect. So, uh, but, but yeah, we have a we have a saying in this country: close is only good for horseshoes and hand grenades. So, <laughs> I you know what? I, I let's put it this way: I got the closest to was I've ever been in my life, and probably ever will be. Although the the thing that I I um. 
I have noticed he does come out to Australia quite often. He comes out to Sydney quite often. Uh, I, I don't know how frequently or whether he comes here on business or whatever, but often on his... Because uh, he uses... Uh, what the, Foursquare? I think it's Foursquare that pumps out all the tweets. And um, before I've seen, oh, you're in Sydney. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but normally I'm not in Sydney. Just to have been the same area on the same day as the wonderful was. Uh, there was just... It, it it was my geek nirvana. To think, I, I, to think that we were sharing fish and chips. It may have been at different restaurants, but man, we shared fish and chips on the same Aussie day. Ah, oh, it was just great. Well, I tell you what. In honor of that, I will give you plus two hundred and fifty geek points. Woo! Do I do I get them for life though? Yes. Ah. Oh. The problem is you're already about 12 digits in the negative, so, you know, we'll have to compensate some other way. You know what? I'll take the 250 and run laughing all the way to the bank. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that that was my interest in Sunday, and, and that, that I, I'll tell you what, that was the epitome. It, you know, um, not just was, but going out, you know, family, uh, family day out, that was the epitome of just a, a great end to the holiday week. And, uh, you know, it started off a bit rocky. I had to put up with my mother over Christmas. Oh, my God, that's never a good, never a good hey, thing. I got to meet your mother. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was a disaster. I blame Gretel. I blame Gretel. She said, come and say hi. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Please, uh, you ruin my friendship with Kevin. Don't do that. And she I, was very polite. Uh, yeah, she has that tendency where you think she's as lovely as pie. And then as soon as the camera's turned off and the doors are closed, ah, she's an absolute animal. So, uh, yeah, we're going to major argument again. And she's just, she gossips too much and she talks too much crap. And I don't want to hear it. I don't, you know, it's like, oh, just, I, Kevin, I could bore you with it. But in all honesty, there's no point because it would just get me more frustrated than I already am. And uh, so anyway, yeah. crappy sort of area having her across at Christmas. Got rid of her and then spent wonderful time with, with uh, my uncle and aunt yesterday. So all in all, it, it was a great ending to somewhat of a rocky time. Although I had fun talking to you yeah, on that, Christmas we should Day. Tell, yeah, we should tell the listeners we, we, we Skyped across the world. I had actually planned on doing it on my iPad because I was going to give Mark a tour of the house with all the decorations. Uh, but for whatever reason, Skype didn't want to run on my iPad. But uh, uh, Mark was Christmas morning. You were late morning, I guess, when we talked for you. It was about 11 a.m., 11.30 a.m. Yeah. And it was, what, 7-ish or so? Mm-hmm. Or 5.30-ish my time, I guess. Something like that. I can't remember. I think it was about 7.30. So uh, we got a chance to talk. I got to Gretel showed me what she'd gotten for Christmas and all that, and oh, it was nice. She, to have she a, did a she did a show and tell of everything. It's a wonder she didn't get her knickers out and say, "Hey, Kevin, look at this." <laughs> oh dear, that might cross the line on the friendship for your wife to show me her knickers. Because <laughs> I'm going to have to ask mine to show you hers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I didn't get her any for this Christmas, so she couldn't have done that. <laughs> Uh, that was too funny. Yeah, that was quite enjoyable, though, to share Christmas across the world like that. 
it was it was really good it, it added a boost to our day and and the kids were able to sort of come up and, and show what they got nicholas of course got got skylanders and uh skylanders swap force i should say and he oh, I, i've got to send you a video of him opening it kevin he just talk about jumping up and down you've never seen a kid's well you probably have but you know kids when they get so excited over what they get they really really want it and they just they go nuts and then natalia of yeah. course got the little ipod nano which had uh, i got it engraved and and got it sent out from apple and um so it had on the back of it uh you know didn't uh, natalia merry christmas 2013 love daddy mummy and nicholas and uh, so she's got that now as a, a keepsake for life or as long as it lasts. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it, she she loves it. She loves listening to music, loves dancing around and, and bopping around. So uh, I, I'm sure it'll get quite a few years of good, extensive usage. Yeah. Well, I, no, I, I think that's wonderful. It was, it was great joy. Uh, we had a Skylanders Christmas here as well. Woo! Um, I couldn't reveal that at the point of <laughs> so, No, because uh, you were Christmas Eve. Santa Claus hadn't come by that stage. No, but uh, I, I did like what you said. You liked the idea when I mentioned the fact that my wife and I exchange our gifts. We are going Christmas. to do that next year. That's brilliant. We do that because, I mean, when the kids were little, it was like, you know, they come downstairs, ah, paper boxes and stuff are flying in all directions it's every man for himself or woman for themselves you know and uh, so we started we started that i don't know maybe 11 years ago now maybe i can't remember something like that and uh we've liked it it's worked out very well for us mm -hmm. so we get to exchange gifts and uh i have to say i was uh quite uh overwhelmed with my my gift my wife gave me oh uh, you you got a magnificent gift i mean i i think you got the, the, the kin of all gifts this year. And uh, I was like, wow, awesome, awesome. Congratulations. Should, should we tell yeah. the listeners or will we just let them imagine? Let me just put it this way, listeners. It's 40 inches big. <laughs> yeah, that's not even going to work in any kind of any kind of innuendo there. To try to figure that one out. 40 inches doesn't need an innuendo, Kevin. <laughs> That's your whole endo. <laughs> it's out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I my wife was kind enough to give me a big screen television, the first HD TV to make its way into the house. That's very cool. And I will have to say, um, I'm going to watch. Um, Mark can probably see, Mark can see I'm wearing my Dallas Cowboys T-shirt. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are playing for the NFC East Championship to see if they move on to the playoffs tonight after we finish recording. So I'll be watching that. But I'll have to say I start finally could use the HD channels that I get through my cable provider. And it's unfreaking believable. It's <laughs> football, American football, let me rephrase that, is just gorgeous in high definition. And, just, of course, the cheerleaders, I mean, you get to see more now. Yeah, well, I'm not really worried about the cheerleaders. It's just so gorgeous. I mean, I was watching a game earlier today, two teams I don't even like, just because I wanted to watch it in high definition. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I absolutely love it. Because, I, you know, I've been with HD for a few years now, and um, 
but I, I tell you, video is one thing that you cannot go back to standard def once you've gone high def. It's just one of those things. I was watching a few VHS tapes over Christmas. I uh, kept my mother quiet. Uh, you know, put on the old Christmas tapes and she just sits there and watches them. Uh, and I just look at it and it's like, oh, wow, and we thought this was actually okay and this was, you know, good and, and we enjoyed watching this. And you can still enjoy watching it, don't get me wrong, it's still an enjoyable watch. But when you contrast it with DVD and then even when you contrast it with something like Blu-ray or, or iTunes HD content, you just, you don't want to watch it. Whereas something like, I can listen to audio cassette tape or I can listen to vinyl LPs and it, 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 it's not quite as dated and as backwards as the, the visual is. The visual impact and that change of the HD TV is a real big leap in, in the way that you enjoy and consume media on, on the television. Yeah, it, 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 is, it is a tremendous uh, difference. Um, I was really pleased and surprised. I didn't realize that my uh, existing DVD player actually is an upscaling DVD player. Mm-hmm. So I hooked it up via HDMI. Uh, gorgeous output from it. We watched uh, Despicable Me 2 the other night. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the beginning scene, I don't think it's a spoiler for anybody that might not have seen the movie. The beginning where they're, they're at like a Russian research camp or something. I mean, you can see the fine details and all the fur around the hats the guys are wearing. Everybody, and the whole family's going, oh my God, look at that. Yeah, it, it's incredible. It, it's just a totally different experience. Uh, and DVD, and unless you really go up to 50 inches or higher, DVD looks great at the, you know, we've got the 32-inch, you've got now the 40-inch, and DVD looks amazing. Yeah, it does. Uh, of course, we jumped from a 27-inch. It was a flat-screen TV, but it was a tube flat-screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I jumped from a 27 up to 40, so it's just unbelievable the amount of difference it is and then on top of that the wii u which we've talked about before that i have i hooked it up hd mm-hmm. and we got um the family got super what's the new super mario 3d world i can't remember the name of the game but there's a 3d world out i know that much you yeah. know what? Tim Tim Chatton's going to be screaming at his, yeah, at his, as as one of his at, at one of his many little ipods because uh, we don't know which which game it is, but we th- Mario 3D World and it looks amazing in high definition. Yep, I could not believe the Wii U is just absolutely amazing. And on top of everything else, my beloved Roku may leave the entertainment center because Ooh. the television that my my wife, my dear sweet wife, was gave me is a smart TV. Ah, it has nice. Netflix, Hulu, YouTube. Um, I can't think of about thirty or four uh, uh, Vudu. Uh, all the different video services that are online are all there. Mm-hmm. And then the one big feature that I love about my Roku, this has a USB port on the back. Oh, all I had to do was pull the USB stick that was in the Roku plugged it into the back of the TV and I can stream all the movies that are off that right to the television too. Very nice. So it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. It ticks all the boxes. It ticks my box every time I watch it. (laughs) 
So it's uh, and and uh, one of the other things I got for Christmas, my sister gave me, and I'm a little late to the party. I got to see Star Trek Into Darkness in HD. Nice. <sighs> I needed a couple minutes afterwards. I had to go out and almost thought I have to smoke a cigarette, <laughs> and I don't smoke. <laughs> Oh, no, that, that movie is, is uh, you know what, I thought the 2009 uh, Star Trek reboot film couldn't get any, they couldn't do anything better. And then Into Darkness, it's better. Yeah, it was amazing. I did start to unravel part of the plot line, and not because I'd heard people talk about it in that detail, but something started to click with me. I guess, there's, there's something similar here. And then when he said, oh, I'm Khan, really. Yeah. yeah. Like, ah... It all so. linked in. It's like, yep. I, I think my one of my favorite lines, though, from the movie was when Scotty comes back on board the Enterprise. I leave the ship for one day, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, that was hilarious because you didn't really know what was going to happen with Scotty in the film. No, uh-uh. and I like the guy that I can't think of the actor's name. Off oh, the he's top a great of the actor, isn't he? He's just it, he, he does the, the Scottish... Uh, uh, it probably is Scottish. I, I honestly don't know. I haven't looked into it. But just, you know, really great accent, uh, really appealing. Holy cow, how big is that mug, Kevin? Oh, this is this is another Christmas present that I got. My God, okay, listeners, imagine the size of Kevin's head. And then imagine a cup that's the same size as Kevin's head. This is my new sippy cup. That's not a sippy cup. That's a jumbo, jumbalicious sippy cup. <sighs> My is- God, I've never seen a mug that big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's what keeps me hydrated. I can see that. I mean, it looks pathetic compared to my little bottle of water. Jeez. <laughs> That's just shocking. Yeah, it, it's, it is rather large. I, I put... Uh, about a half a tray of ice in it. But see, Kevin, you don't do anything by halves, do you? Uh, no. <laughs> and, it, and it's just, all or nothing at all. And just for the listeners' enjoyment, this is also my very favorite Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I had seen it in a catalog and said something about it, and then uh, my in-laws actually gave me that. Very so, cool. So, yeah. I had I got a bunch of movies for Christmas. Did you? I didn't get movies this time. I got a bunch of CDs. Um, oh, so that's right. You showed me the CDs. I'm sorry. I forgot. So I, I got a ton of music, and I ended up getting uh, a new Discman, a new CD Walkman, for those who, who don't know. And, and, and ladies and gentlemen, these things, you put a CD in, and you put the headphones in, and you can carry your music around with you. Yes, I still love CD. I still listen to all formats of music, and I don't care. I, I, I listen to iTunes. I, I have iTunes Match. I have CDs. I have tape. I have vinyl. I have, you know, I've got it all. I, I just love music. I love enjoying music. And why am I justifying to the pathetic listeners as to why I have a CD Walkman? You know what? I've got something that most of you guys don't have anymore, so screw you. I'm a step up. That's right. Anyway. <laughs> Well, that's a nice way to come at you. <laughs> no, I, no, that was true. Yeah, you did get quite a few CDs, and I was I was very happy for you. I think that's that's the perfect thing. 
I got a bunch of movies. So I got all three Iron Man movies. Ooh, nice. On top of the uh, Star Trek Into Darkness movie. Very cool. So, but I, I'll have to say something. Uh, all the movies I got were the Blu-ray DVD combo mm-hmm. pack, which come with the digital download. So, and then the Despicable Me movie that was given to the family, Despicable Me 2, um, we got that. That came with a digital download. I said, you know what? I'm going to save myself the, the effort of making a backup copy of the movie, and I'll go ahead and get the digital download. So I went through the process, put in my code, claimed it, got it, the fr- got it, started, it downloaded a huge file, 3.2 gigabytes. So it had all the extras and everything in it. I got it, and I said, well, I'll watch it just to see how it looks. Well, I happened to have the uh, window sc- the movie, the QuickTime screen popped up on one of my other monitors, not on my main screen. And it said, sorry, you can't watch this because this video output device is not copy protected. Because I run my monitors through Thunderbolt, you know, because oh, it was a, so it's not copy protected. I went, what the hell? I said, this is ridiculous. And I said, wait a minute. So I just drug it over onto my main iMac screen. Boom, it started playing. It's playing, and I slid it over. Boop, it cut right off yeah. as soon as I moved monitors. Kevin, let me ask you, was this the iTunes digital copy or the ultraviolet go to hell ultraviolet digital copy? iTunes digital copy. Wow. Okay, that sucks. Have you ever had a problem with that before? Like, have you purchased uh, but a movie I have, series? I have, I've never bought ah. a movie that way before. So maybe it's always been there, but because you haven't used it in that way. But isn't that stupid? Because, I mean, Thunderbolt is Thunderbolt. It is Apple. I mean, Apple didn't endorse HDMI. I mean, yes, they've got the adapter, the Thunderbolt HDMI adapters, but... They really didn't endorse HDMI except for the Apple TV. Um, I, I flipped out. I went, what the hell? And I deleted it right then. I said, screw you. I said, I'm not dealing with that. I just hit delete and took it off. And it can stay up in the cloud all they want. You know, I don't give a crap. It's there. I'll never download it again. And then I said, if you to- get an Apple TV to go with your lovely new television, then you can stream it on demand. Or I can make my own backup copy of it, and I can stream it everywhere the hell I want. <laughs> well, there, there is that. The only problem, of course, is that you got to leave your computer on to then stream it. And how do you? Not if I, not if I put that backup copy on a USB stick that might well, happen to be plugged in somewhere. That yeah, okay. You 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 make a good point. I make very good points. I have a pointy head. That works out <laughs> well for me. You know, the, the, I, I think the, the thing is that there's limitations. Because of the DRM, the, there's limitations with everything. I mean, obviously, if you rip your own copy and do your own backup, that's cool because you've got the flexibility of putting it on whatever, but then you also need to micromanage the backup, the storage of it, and, and the movement of it between one device to another device when you want to apply it. Um, you know, I, I'm sort of in both camps. Sometimes I, I still rip my own. Sometimes I buy the iTunes, uh, you know, digital copy. It just depends. I, I always seem to buy the, the seasons of the Big Bang on iTunes. 
because then that way I can stream it to one of the kids' iPads, I can stream it to any computer we've got, I can stream it to my iPhone. So if I'm out and about and, I'm, and I know I, I've got to commute on a train or something for half an hour, well, pop the headphones in and just stream it down over the, the 3G data connection. And that's kind of cool. I don't need to then worry about, oh, do I have this episode? I can just scan through all the episodes from the seven years and just go, oh, yeah, I haven't seen this one for a while. Let's put that on. So there's an advantage there. But, of course, then the other disadvantage is what you've come across. And then other things like, you know, you've got the Roku box and, and stuff like that. If you've got other services or other devices that you want to use, say some people, they want to use Android devices. Well, there's no way to take that iTunes version, put it on an Android device. Now, as you know, I'm, I'm cemented pretty much into the Apple camp. But... Even if I wanted to look at going Android because of of some reason later on in the future, in a year, two years' time, well, a big consideration would be what have I purchased in iTunes and how would that impact my usability of the device? You know, it would have to be considered because it, it would be like, well, all my media is locked over here. And I think that's why recently, especially... I've been buying a lot more physical media, a lot more CDs, because I'll iTunes match it so that I've got the music on all my Apple devices, Apple TV, iPhone, yep. Mac. Yep. But then I've still got the CD that I can pop in and enjoy and listen to. But then I can I can rip it into other formats, and I can take that and I can put it wherever I like. Now, in, in fairness, you know, the music is a lot... The, the the DRM there has been stripped away, essentially, as you know, Kevin. Uh, you yeah. can buy on iTunes, play it on anything, and, and you're not as locked in. But I still feel more comfortable having that physical copy. Plus, I get to have a look at the booklet. I get to hold the music. It's a different way of listening. It's not better. It's not worse. It, you know, neither. It's different. It, it's different. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the thing with film. They really haven't mastered how to do it. You know, they've got ultraviolet, they've got iTunes digital copy, then they've got iTunes only purchase, then Google's got their own store, I think Amazon's got their own digital store. Uh, then you've got the streaming services, um, you know, the Netflix and stuff like that. And you start to look at all this stuff and it, it, it's so convoluted and so difficult to get to the media that you actually want to enjoy. All we want to do is, is sit down, press play and enjoy. I you know, I don't know yep. what it'll what it'll take to offer a solution. I mean, even if you look at the music now, I don't subscribe to the music streaming services because I believe that they don't pay the the uh, the artists enough money uh, for you know people enjoying the content. So I, I don't agree with it. I have tried them and they're pretty cool, but I still like to own the physical copy anyway. So for me, it doesn't really apply. But it would be nice to have an all-you-can-eat buffet of video content as well. Have that option there. I mean, that might be something that I'd consider buying. If, if every studio in the world went through a service like Apple or a service like Google and said, hey, for twenty nine ninety nine a month, you can have access to any movie, have access to any TV show, and you can just stream it. I mean, there's only X amount of hours in every day that people can stream stuff anyway. So if you work it out, they'd probably end up making a reasonable amount of money. They'd probably, well, piracy would be less because people wouldn't go and pirate stuff because they'd say, well, you know, 
why bother? It, you know, a, a classic then is in, in the vinyl community. Uh, people turn around and say, yeah, I'm going to go to, to BitTorrent and I'm going to download that album that I just paid 40 and $50 on vinyl for. Why? Because they didn't provide me with a CD copy as well or a digital download. So, yeah, I want the vinyl, but also I don't want to pay an extra $20 to get a digital copy as well that I can listen out and about. Yeah, no, I I mean, I understand, but yeah, it, it's just frustrating. And there was another one that I tried to do it with. I don't remember. Uh, oh, it was uh, Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah, I, I got it, that digital copy. That's a great digital copy because you get all the uh, special features that the, the Blu-ray has, which is cool. But it wanted to install other stuff on my computer to do it. Via iTunes. No, not via iTunes. When I put in for the digital download, it didn't give me an iTunes choice. It went in and said something about Silverlight and then all this other crap or, or wow. Universal. And I went, oh, screw you. See, <laughs> my, my, and I don't know whether it's regional, but my Star Trek Into Darkness uh, came for, via the iTunes digital copy, which it, it's still convoluted. You can't just go... And like you would a, an iTunes gift card and add the code into iTunes. And um, now that's the same one I've got, Kevin. Yeah, so, same one. So, um, but see, it's still convoluted because you've got to go to one of their websites to redeem the code. Yeah, and that's then, what I did. And then when you redeem it, then it'll open up iTunes in the background and then it'll allow you to start downloading from there. But what I don't understand, why don't they just have a code that you just plug into iTunes directly. Why, why well, have to go through their... Why do you have to go through their website? It doesn't make any sense. There's no added benefit other than they... See, I, I think the film studios and that, they want access to your information. They want to know your email address. They want to subscribe you up to the different newsletters and that, that they pump out. It's all about grabbing your information. Um, and and I, I think that's what... It is the problem here because I don't necessarily want iTunes, Apple, to have all the, the their users' information. But, you know, it's probably a marketing thing as, as to why they do it. Well, it's now the Star, Trek in, the Star Trek Into Darkness one only lets me get the ultraviolet copy. It doesn't wow. offer the iTunes copy. So, I, no, we're out here, we definitely have the iTunes uh, copy available. So that that sucks. Yeah, because the other one, Despicable Me 2, it then said, okay, now enter this code in iTunes and download. You know, it's funny, yet Despicable Me 2 out here is ultraviolet only. That's why I, I bought it on iTunes, because I, I can't stand ultraviolet, because it, it doesn't... Okay, it may work well if I had a certain setup, but when I get a digital copy, I want it to work on my Apple TV without my computer being on. And especially when I look at kids' movies... I want the kids to be able to stream it easily. And go on iTunes is certainly the way to go for that. But yeah, when when I saw that, it was like, oh no, I, okay, I'll just buy it on iTunes and be done with it. Um, so that sucks. So it's exactly the opposite. So it's very strange. I haven't looked at... Uh, I watched Iron Man 3 earlier today, and I haven't looked to see what the download digital download was on that, but I'm thinking this digital download stuff is for the birds really at this point yeah. it you know what it, it's a niche product um i look i like it because i'm 
so deeply ingrained with all the Apple stuff. So if I can get iTunes digital copy, great. Ultraviolet, no, it, it's a waste of my time and effort. Um, you know, there is, I, I think on iOS, I think there is a couple of ultraviolet apps or, or you can get different apps that will play back the ultraviolet content or stream it down. I, I don't want that. I don't want to have to think of going to a different app because I, uh, then I've got to think, oh, where's that movie? I know I've got that movie, but, but that sort of management of content, it, it's very convoluted. It, it just, it has to be easier. It has... I don't care if the movie studios want to offer, you know, ultraviolet, but please offer the option of ultraviolet plus iTunes as well. Um, yeah, you know, I, 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 I think it's ridiculous the way they've done this. And like I said, based on my experience to these two or three, and this is the first time I've ever done that. They can have the digital downloads. I'll, I'll make my own backup copies, as I say, and. I'll use them as I see fit because this is just ridiculous. Well, yeah, the DRM is, is really limiting. It, it, it's really, yeah. it, it, it is, I, I must admit, limiting and, and it's not good. So uh, yeah, it's, it, it's a shame that you've had that experience. But you know what? It's also good because now you can look for just the standard Blu-ray or once you get a Blu-ray player, of course, or, or the standard DVD edition without going the digital copy. And you save a couple of bucks anyway because it's not like the digital. It's not like they're all the same price. You you do pay for that digital copy. You know it's marketed that oh well look at this you get the DVD the Blu-ray and the digital copy isn't that wonderful and it's like yeah but look at the price difference and you do actually pay for the digital copy anyway. Uh, Hence hence why I download it, stream it, and stream it every way till Sunday just to screw the the movie studios Um, (laughs) because. That, that, well, the movie studios, iTunes, whatever. Someone's paying for the bandwidth to have it streamed. Uh, so, yeah. you know, that, that's why with Star Trek Into Darkness, it's like, i got no issue. I just stream it down. And it's like, I know I've got a Blu-ray copy, but you know what? On the Apple TV, I get it in 1080p anyway. It's the same as the Blu-ray. There's no difference. <laughs> so it's like, yep, Apple, you can pay for this. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, you know, it, it, it's just... It, it, it's stupid and ridiculous but i mean there'd be a lot of people out there like you who don't get the digital download copy because they they um either don't need it don't want it or they make their own copy some people don't even make copies some people just have the the disc and and the dvd and just leave it on the shelf and pull it out when they want i I do that with a lot of films and with a lot of tv series Uh, oh yeah i mean i do the same thing if if it's not something you're going to watch every couple of days or a couple of weeks just leave it on the disc yeah i think uh, i'll probably get 128 gig thumb drive put all the stuff i want to watch regularly on that when i make my backup copies that'll be hooked up to the television and i'm good to go i'll be mm-hmm. i'll be in like flynn as they say <laughs> you know I'm not, but I, now I've, I've got the same thing on on my television a usb plug and I, i've actually never plugged anything into it i really I'll have to give it a look and 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 uh, and actually do it because it it does open up a, a lot of opportunity to have stuff there without having a media server um, hooked up and running because like the Sony uh, was was st- started off with one of these DLNA uh, media streaming servers where you could take a NAS drive and stream the content and not have to have that computer on all the time. 
And, uh, you know, we, we've spoken in the past, Kevin, about our yeah. electricity costs and how it's different in the US to, to Australia. And electricity out here is, oh, my God, it's, it's, it just blows your mind what we pay. So we try not to leave stuff turned on unless we're actually using it or utilizing it, just purely because the, the bills that you get are just astronomical. Uh, you know, every quarter uh you know so every three months we're we're hitting seven eight hundred dollar bills holy um, shit and and we're on a very very good rate with our energy company in comparison to to other plans and wow yeah it's it's just one of those things that is massive see we still use fossil fuel for the most part out here i'm not sure how you guys are in the states but i think a lot of the u.s is nuclear driven nuclear power driven is that would that be a correct assumption uh no not completely there's a lot of different stuff i know here where i'm at i'm getting a lot of power that's produced by burning coal technically a fossil fuel yeah which is us uh then there's also there is a nuclear power plant not too far from here so i'm getting that too i don't know what the balance is Mm -hmm. i don't know how the grid's set up to tell you which i'm getting um, but there's still a fair, and then there's natural gas that's burned too as well for, uh, well, so where, where I live, we can't get gas, which is a shame because I have run uh, natural gas before for, for heating and cooking and, and boy, that's cheap, but we live too far out of, of the, the sort of mainstream areas, uh, in order to get gas. So the only way we could get gas is if we had a truck deliver gas bottles to us every month or so and and then we hook up our own gas uh which is you know dangerous well no i'm talking the power plants actually burn natural gas yeah yeah no i I understand what you mean but okay we 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 don't have the okay because maybe it's a bit different because do they then turn that that burning of gas into electricity or do they send gas down pipes to your home because out here they send gas to the home uh, to then be converted into to heating uh, uses Both. and stuff like that. Both. Okay. Yeah, because my I'm at, my house is actually heated, and so is my water heated uh, via natural gas. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know there are in the United States. I again, I, I I'm sure I could look it up and figure it out. There are some plants that burn natural gas as a supplemental fuel for using for that. And there's wind energy. They use all that. They're starting to use more of that around here. You know what's really bad? We we could go with what they call it green power. So the wind and and the solar uh, thing that the energy company does. But if we go and say, well, we're happy to do that, it costs us more to do that than than to burn burn in the fossil fuels. It's just backwards. It is because they believe, well, we're building the infrastructure and that costs X amount of money and then to maintain and run it. You can imagine the the hype that they go through. Uh, But what's stupid is that we're we're killing the planet, burning the fossil fuels. There's an alternative over here, yet you've got to pay more for that alternative. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Now, see, you know, your power bill is ridiculous because now I pay, Mm -hmm. we pay a monthly bill and I think we pay... About a hundred dollars a month, or a little less. Mm-hmm. See, we're we're, al- we're almost at double uh, your expense for power, and uh, you know, so and, and and it's not just the difference between income streams and 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 what the dollars worth and and our financial you know differences, and it's not just that we 
get a raw deal. We really do. And there's a lot of people who struggle to pay those energy bills. It's, you know, and we're, yeah. we're on the low side. You know, Gretel working in the post office, obviously she, she doesn't pry into other people's information, but she gets uh, people coming in to pay their energy bills. And, you know, when I complain and, and, and so forth about a seven $800 bill, she says, oh, that's nothing in comparison to what I see. At, at work, we see $1,500, $2,000 bills per quarter. Wow. Yeah. That's... So, and, you know, if you have a pool and you want to heat a pool, oh, my God. And, and the, the pretty Christmas lights. You have Christmas yeah. lights on a house. Oh, my God. F- forget your bill. You, you might as well mortgage the home to pay the energy bill. It's going to be that much. Yeah, because my lights come on, you know, right about dark and then run for nine hours from darkness on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just have a timer that senses darkness and then they cut on. And then, I mean, we, you've, I've, I've sent you pictures of what the decorations look like from the outside. Nice. And then the two Christmas trees fully lit, all the lights in the windows, the lights out on the bushes, the lights on the sidewalk, the snowman. You know, and then we've got lights... Uh, We've got garland that's run around with lights wound in amongst the garland. I have lights around my deck out back. So, I mean, oh, my God. I mean, my power bill will go up. I'll see it. uh, Probably won't see it till end of January when I get that bill. And I'll see an increase then. Mm -hmm. But our power bill is weird because they actually bill every two months. But so that we don't get hit with a big bill, we're put on a rolling average. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'll see a spike, and then every summer or so it'll catch back up. And then as I run the AC a lot, then the then I'm going ahead, and then during the fall I'll catch up on that. And it, it's just the way it works because mm-hmm. um, it's a rolling average, so it rolls through. But, uh, oh, my God, that would kill me if I had a power bill in Tampic. Trust me, it does. It, it's just it's ludicrous. And, uh, you know, trying to manage stuff. Uh, and and trying to manage power usage is just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, we we do it and we have to put up with it, but we don't like it. And you know what? We're certainly not alone. Um, no. It's just one of those things in Australia that you have to pay through the roof for. But it's like anything else. If you're used to it and it's the only thing you've ever known, that's what you do. That it's exactly right. And speaking of speaking of things that you that that you're not used to though. I got something else for Christmas that I'm not used to completely, but you're going to love. Hmm. This sounds interesting. It begins with a K. Hmm. R. Hmm. And they're small plastic things. You got cryo. Yes. I've never Ooh. had cryo before. Nice. Now... For for the uninitiated, Cryo is essentially Lego, but it's kind of cooler than Lego. Well, that depends. I mean, Lego's the the core building block, um, and it's got some, you know they they have some cool franchises that have linked in with them, um, which is awesome. But Cryo has some of the other franchises like Star Trek. Uh, they've got um, oh jeez, Transformers, uh, and I think that there was even a. I can't remember whether it was Lego or Cryo had a Back to the Future car uh, come out recently, um, which looked really cool. I don't know, but my son gave me 
the Creo Klingon Bird of Prey. Awesome. And the USS Enterprise. Oh, that's so cool. Now, hold on one sec. Now, I'm just going to get something that I've got. Now, I, I got this um, for, it would have been my birthday. And uh, so I've got my little spaceship here. And she cool. lights up. But you, cool. you got you got the bigger one, didn't you? Because this, yeah, I... this is the, the little mini one. Um, and uh, so this is the NCC-0514 ship. and um, That's a scout class, if I remember correctly. From memory, yes. Or, dis- or destroyer. Uh, no, scout. Pretty scout, sure scout, okay, cause, not, not cause, destroyer. Because Enterprise is a heavy cruiser. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I have to re- it's been a while, so I have to think for it. But no, this is big enough. It's got mini figs, and you actually take the top off of it and look inside the bridge. Oh, that's cool. So I have to work on that. I haven't had a chance, you know, with the... I'm counting down till Christmas, because Mark's bagging on me, because I've already started... I mean, we're still in the festive season, and Kevin's already going. It's 351 days to Christmas. Honestly, Kevin. Honestly, please, please, give us a break. Give us six months off. Well, just don't look at certain tweets. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to have to unfollow you. I don't want to be yeah, a complete the, bastard. But see, if you do that, then I'll just email you those screenshots showing the uh, Christmas. I can't win, can I? I have to change <laughs> my email, my identity, everything. We'll put you into the NSA Witness Protection Program. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I'm looking forward to assembling those two kits. They should be fun. I think I'll tackle the Bird of Prey first, since it's the smaller of the two. Yes, I I still can't watch Klingon episodes of Star Trek. Look, you even tarnish Gretel's view. Every time she hears something about Klingon, she's kind of got this, this grimace look on her face. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and, and it's like I couldn't even get her into Star Trek now if I tried because you've you've completely destroyed a view of the Klingons. It's oh, uh, well, it's you know, and I did get another lovely gift that I have to assemble that just arrived the other day. Ooh, what's that? that? I owe you that I owe you a very large thank you for. That's quite okay. It's right. Oh. But, oh, by the way, yours arrived today, but I promised Gretel that I'd wait till she got home from work before we opened it. There it is. There it is, all the way from Australia. You know what? You should see the outside of the box. What happened to it? The, the actual packaging? Yeah, wait a minute. I saved it. Let's see... I got all the beautiful stamps that were on that you and I discussed that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, de- I had to sign for this package. And then, uh, where was it? It had on here, had thing security scan. Well, it came from me. <laughs> security screened. It was screened for security purposes. Well, you know, it came from me. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you can. Let's see. It's a see. It's stamped in red. Oh right yes. There. Yep. Wow. There you go. So that that might be why it took a little bit extra because we we sent it. Oh, I don't know. Does it have a postal date on there? Um. Let's see. 
ID recorded. Uh, I don't. This is making for great for the listeners. No, I don't see a date anywhere on here. Ah, that's all right. I'm, I'm sure it was sent between the 10th and 16th of December. So, yeah. my thing has arrived. And I, as I said, yours came today, but I, I, I promised Gretel that I'd wait till she got home because literally she was walking out the door and saw it at our doorstep. And I said, I'll, I'll wait till you get home and, and we'll open it together. So, uh, that, that'll be something for next week's show. But yes. uh, for for anyone wondering what what I uh, what I gave Kevin for Christmas this year, and I, I must say a big thank you to Kevin as well. He was very kind. He sent me a uh, an iTunes gift card as well, as well as a parcel. Too kind, Kevin. Thank you. Oh, anything, um, my friend. But I, I sent Kevin something that I I know that he'd love because what do we know about Kevin? He loves Christmas. Plus, I kind of bastardized Santa Claus anyway and, and kind of, <laughs> you know, ruined that. So I had to make up for that. So think Santa and Christmas. And then what else do we know about Kevin? He loves trains. And then, because he's a geek, he loves puzzles. So here's a, a thousand-piece puzzle with yeah. Santa Claus painting a handmade uh, wooden, wooden train. Yeah, and I, I when I when I saw it, it was just it had Kevin's name written all over it. It, it was the the absolute perfect gift that I could get for Kevin. I thought it was just it, it encompassed everything that I I know that he he loves about the festive season, and uh, so yes, I I uh, I hope you enjoy assembling that. And as as I said, I, I think I said to you on Christmas Day, it's something that you can do with the whole family too. Yeah, and I think we will because I think everybody in the family enjoys puzzles. Um, I think th- and the the thing about it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the uh, Coca-Cola Santa that you see in a lot of the Coca-Cola oh, yes. ads here in, in the United States. I, I, I assume you see similar ads down in the uh, we do. in yeah. Australia. So it, kinda, it has that old fashioned, you know, kind of like Saturday, Saturday evening post feel to it. It's a beautiful, it's beautiful. I'll have to, uh, we'll have to try to find, put a picture of it up there for everybody to see. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it's beautiful, and I and, and I truly do thank you. And the, and the kids were like, "They sent us something from Australia." <laughs> excited, <laughs> and my wife was excited. You know, and she's like, she's like, "Wow, that was." And we have the Christmas card here. Mm-hmm. I, I, I forget, I have that right here, the Christmas card. See, yes. What's really odd though is the fact that when I sent you your Christmas card. It came I before <laughs> the before present. the package, and they were shipped on the same day because I didn't put the I didn't put the card in package. I just took them both to the post office, had them put postage on each. Unfortunately, I couldn't put Christmas stamps on your on your stuff because of the way the U.S. post office works. Mm-hmm. They had to put the other digital crap on it or something like that. So I uh, so I couldn't send you some colorful uh, American Christmas stamps. But uh, no, that was really pretty cool. It was nice to to send gifts across the miles like that. It is. It's almost like the old fashioned pen pal. Yeah, and you know, I I, rem- I, I, had, I had a pen pal when I was a kid growing up, and uh, you know, some school in I don't know London, Scotland, Ireland, I don't know somewhere in the UK. And Jesus, uh, that's gonna impress yeah, that's UK listeners. Well. Uh, oh, look, they're, they're they're all the same over there, aren't they? Um, and, oh, and, dear God. That's Mark speaking. Please write to Mark Greentree at, at Uranus.com. <laughs> the Klingons deliver it special. 
Anyway, <clears throat> you know, this this was just one of the school things uh, that they, they set up between an, a, a school over there and our school. And it was really cool as a kid to sort of get that, oh, wow, this is paper from another country. And this was written with a pen or a pencil from another country. And uh, just, yeah, it, it, it's always exciting when you get something different and unique. Um, and, and, you know, whilst products are, you know, products now, you can get the same thing almost everywhere in the world and, and we're very much a global economy, global market. But just having that that difference and that, that different you know, sort of thing that, that came. You look at the stamps, you look at, at, at the little postage stamps that are on there, you know, just the, even the different cardboard boxes. And, and you said yours in, in, a, in an Amazon box as well. And, you know, it's just different things like that. It's like, oh, man, this is kind of cool. So, yeah, you know. It, 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 it is kind of interesting. I remember, you know, like, we got your card and I'm like, oh, wow, this, this is a card from another country. And I actually sniffed the envelope. I, I got this thing, Kevin, where with books and stuff, I sniff the books. I'm not alone. People sniff books all the time. You're breathing in the, the you're breathing in the knowledge. I, that just is. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> I may I may have to use another one of my Christmas gifts on you. I got the but but, but, yeah. but see, Kevin, I had to check. Oh God, no! Don't 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 blind me with the light. See, I, I had to check that you weren't sending anthrax to me. You see? Oh really? Oh no! <laughs> I could have I could have just sent you. Ouch! I can't get this open. Wait a minute. Ooh! Did you get like a um a a, a what do you call it a um. Swiss knife. Army knife kind of thing. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I'm gonna carry it in uh, my backpack, so I have it. This thing has screwdrivers, corkscrews, bottle can opener, flashlight, scissors. <laughs> wow. My wife gave me this. I'm going to keep it in my backpack so that you know I can, if I have a wine emergency, I can. Uh, I can always open a bottle of wine because it even has a. Ouch! There it goes. <laughs> oh, very cute. <laughs> You, you know what? We actually don't have corks in our wines out here very much anymore. I mean, it's a it's a very rare thing. We have the these metal screw tops now that you just sort of break the seal on, like you would a, a plastic uh, PET bottle with a, a bottle of drink in it. So they've yeah. taken away the cork. And look, I used to sniff the cork. You know, I use all I, my senses. Now that I find normal because I've seen people do it. <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous, but I have sniffing, seen... Sniffing books is normal. Go into a library and smell the knowledge. Ah. Maybe that's why I'm not too smart. I have a sinus condition. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that bright. I have a sinus condition, so uh, that, might ex- that might explain a lot, actually. <laughs> Uh, uh, so yeah, I, you know, I, I miss the cork. Um, the, I suppose the big advantage is that it does make it easier to reseal, and uh, you know, keep the wine for a few days until you're ready to to drink it again. Uh, whereas the cork, yeah, sometimes it was good, sometimes it's not. And, and as you know, with cork, of course, if you screw through too far, and then it starts to break away, or especially if the wine's a bit old. Uh, you know, of course, wine ages gracefully and gets better with age, but the the corks also degrade and and 
and sort of fall apart and then it can get yeah. into the wine and then a good wine turns into a sour wine and no one wants cork in their wine bottle. Wine glass, no. I should say. And my wife's not a huge wine drinker. She thinks most of it tastes like uh, paint thinner anyway, so... It, you know, it depends. I've... Um... I, I, I do like a, a good Shiraz, a good red wine Shiraz. Um, white wines, I'm, I'm sort of hit and miss on. It depends. And champagne, I, I can't stand. I just, I've never enjoyed champagne. I don't know how people can. Oh no, I no, I like champagne. I don't mind champagne. I drink. Of course, you're it's also too, looking. It's too it fizzy though. Yeah, but I like fizzy stuff. I mean, that's that's who I am. I'm a fizzy mm-hmm. person. I like I like fizzy drinks. I like soda. I like stuff like that. I honestly have considered buying one of those soda stream things, you know, where you make yep. your own soda at home and just do it to the water and not put any flavor in it and just drink the water, but fizzy that, water. That, that's what's called sparkling mineral water. That would be fine with me. It would be a lot cheaper than buying sparkling mineral water, I am sure of that. Yeah, that, that's kind of true. I mean, I, I buy bottled water. Um... But it is it is pricey, so yeah, it would uh, it would get expensive. So I, I've actually considered doing that, but then I thought, nah, I'm not gonna do it. I'll just have to wait. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I I don't know, but uh, those are some of the highlights of uh, what I had. And like I said, I, I I hope you had a wonderful Christmas as well. Yeah, I certainly did. I, you know, bar my mother being here, the, the rest of the time was great. Spending time with the kids was great. Of course, I was sick during the time too, which wasn't good. I had um, I had uh, tonsillitis, bad case of tonsillitis and uh, and dehydration. And uh, so I, I was able to just sit in one corner and just drink and drink and drink and drink and rehydrate myself. So um, I was able to sort of get away from a bit of it anyway. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're you're on the mend. You sound a lot better than you did when we talked to her uh, on, on Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. Yeah, I uh, I actually caved on Boxing Day and got the doctor to come out to the house and get some meds because it just got worse. I just I couldn't bear bear it anymore. And and thankfully the meds have done their job and they're they're doing well. I just I'm not the type of person that likes to have a lot of medication. I um I like to avoid medication where possible. Um, you know, it, it's not that I, 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 I guess I've got an addictive nature, uh, in, in some ways, but I'm not necessarily worried about being addicted. I'm more worried that, okay, if I dose myself up now, then when I do really have a problem, will the medicine work or not work? Because as you know, the body adapts and, and evolves. Right. That's why with, um, bug spray. They've got to keep changing the formula every couple of years because the bugs adapt and therefore they don't get killed by the the previous formula. Uh, That's nature's way. Um, You know, Jurassic Park 1, Jeff Goldblum, you know, nature finds a way. It's like nature does find a way to do a lot of things uh, and and to work its way around. Well, that's why, you know, I mean... They don't want to keep you on certain kinds of antibiotics too long or anything like that because then the, the the strains of things that you'll get will become uh, resistant mm-hmm. to the antibiotics. I mean, I think there's uh, some of the uh, – uh, and I don't mean this is going to sound a little rude, but I think there's some of the STDs that are out there now that have become very resistant to uh, the medications that at one time worked and helped people that got them. Mm-hmm. But – 
Yeah, it's 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 nature will always find a way. Nature will adapt. Mm-hmm. They so, will as they say. And Kevin, we need to adapt the listeners to getting back to their normal, regular lives. I I feel sorry for them. They're going to be so depressed when we're gone in in, in like the next minute or so, uh, because we've reached the end of the show. And you've got a, a football game to to go and and watch and enjoy. I've got some work to get done and and a, a major essay to complete. So uh, where can the listeners find out more about you? Well, if they would be care to be interested in anything else that I might have to say, they can find me over on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. Or they can also find me on app.net. I do poke my head in there occasionally. I will have to say I've been very, I've been doing better there and not as good on Google Plus. I haven't been in Google Plus as much, but you can always find me there at Kevin Alder. You know what? There's just too many social networks. I, I think I want one to rule them all now uh, because you, you do neglect. Uh, precious, precious, my precious. Okay, listeners, he's scaring me. You better, uh, you better you don't know tune, tune out. I, I don't know what you're talking about, Kevin. You're, you're scaring me. The I, Hobbit. The Hobbit. Gollum. Precious. My ring. Uh, Okay, I just lost the 250 geek points that he gave me at the start of the show. Great. Was where are you? Come back, Was. i got to go and find him in Sydney. I'm off, I'm (laughs) off, I'm off. Uh, For anything related to this goofy one of the the, uh, duo, uh, simply head across to markgreentree.com. You can find out everything that I do across there. And uh, give me feedback, mark.greentree at mac.com or mark.greentree at if you want to give me nasty feedback. That's quite okay. Well, Kevin, that's it. That's the end of the show. Listeners, thank you for listening and subscribing. Until next week, take care. And don't forget, between now and next week, to hug a geek. curious about nintendo well check out the nintendo club podcast this podcast is done twice a week we dive into all things nintendo we dive into retro we dive into current games what we're playing what cool nintendo news is going on check it out here at the spotlight network the nintendo club podcast we broadcast this live out every sunday evening starting at 8 p.m eastern check out the nintendo club website for more information